0: how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite, it's Judd's Hockey Show. And yes, it is Judd's Hockey Show as we do during the offseason once a week hitting on the top storylines of which there's not a ton and just having fun in general. It's Judd, it's Jesse Pierce, of course, from the Bar Down Beauties and also my co-host, Declan Goff. And uh, before we start, I want to thank a primary sponsor of Judd's Hockey Show. And that is our friends at Miller Marine and the Power Lodge. Folks, it's throttle therapy time, and it's time to beat the heat. And the, the heat is here. And what's the way to combat it? It is to uh, jump on the clearance pricing that right now is going on for 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more. Get a Bennington pontoon and a tritune packages at doorbuster Pricing. That's right at Millamarine and St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down. Just head to millamarine.com, powerlodge.com, get on the lake, enjoy it. There's plenty of summer left. And these next few weeks are going to bring the heat. How do you combat the heat? That's by going to millamarine.com and powerlodge.com. How are we all doing today? And are we prepared to talk hockey despite the fact that we're all basically melting here, Jesse?
1: I mean, I... A rink is the best air condition that you can get, right? So hockey related discussion, it can cool you down. We'll go with that. Well, there's not much I like to it. the wild offices. Uh, I am not gonna be outside doing anything because I don't do well. That's why I cover hockey.
0: I like it. So let's get to this. Because um, in large part because of their salary cap constraints. This has been a very slow off season for uh Bill Guerin, congratulations, by the way, Billy, on the promotion, um, and the Wild. But I found it interesting. I came across a piece uh, breaking down a few teams by ESPN's Kristen Shilton a couple of days ago. Uh, And this is up at ESPN.com in their hockey section right now. And one of the teams she breaks down is the Wild. And what she writes is... The Wild don't feel finished. There's more out there for them. Now, she points out that they still have $6 million in cap space. They obviously still have to get the Philip Gustafson contract done. Uh, He is scheduled for an August 4th arbitration hearing. Hopefully, for both sides, it doesn't come to that, because that basically is the Wild trying to tear him down, which they don't want to do, Um, but they have yet to reach an agreement. Kalen Addison is not eligible for arbitration, but he still must be re-signed the wild's probably going to tell him exactly what he's going to get and he's not going to have a lot of choices but jesse starting with you what do you make of it when she writes that the wild don't feel finished yet and when she says that what pops into your mind as like the potential because they're clearly not going to go make this huge move they can't sign guys left and right but if you were to sort if if she is writing that off you know sources saying hey we're getting calls blah 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 What do you think that means that she is alluding to?
1: I think she's a little crazy. I love Kristen, right? But I think it's, you know, it's easy for a national team to look at the wild and say, oh, they still have all these holes to fill. They still have a little bit of money. We here in the market are aware that there is no money. There's really not much that they can do. Uh, You know, Toronto had their goalie go to arbitration last week. He got awarded 3.5 mil which is probably what Gustafson is going to get awarded as well. So let's take 3.5 off the table from that six, probably a million for Addison, maybe 750. Plus you need to keep a little bit of money for call-ups. And with that being all said and done, there isn't much else that you can do barring any big trades, which now that we're reaching into August, I don't know that Billy would do because you don't want to trade a guy right before camp. That's not fair to the guy. That's not fair to either team, whoever is, is your partner in that dance. But I think as much as again, love Kristen, love her work with ESPN, but she's crazy. There's, there's done. Let's just be call it what it is: the off season. It's boring. It, it's fine. That's all right.
2: Yeah, it. I guess to to help her out when it says unfinished, I think those are some of the things that Jesse alluded to that that really aren't finished yet. Gustafson, uh, they don't have Addison done yet. What are they going to do with maybe one more trade? It's just been obviously a very vanilla offseason due to their salary cap restraints. But at the same time, this biggest thing in Gustafson still isn't done yet. Uh, Do they want to make a surprise trade here, whether that's moving like a Marcus Flino or even a Kalen Addison? It does feel to a degree unfinished, but I think anyone who kind of follows the wild locally, whether you're a fan or a media person does kind of went into this, knowing that, Hey, this is probably going to be the most of, NHL offseasons that are already very boring for the most part. This one's gonna be next level boring because you just have so many constraints. So there is some unfinished business, but mostly to contradict myself, the business is done.
0: Who would a trade involve though? Like 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 let's say, because I will say this in her defense a little bit here. Um Bill Guerin hates this. Like Bill Guerin is the last guy I think on earth to to be like, well, there's, and, and he's talked about this, right? Like, he likes to make moves. He likes to shake th- things up. He So, if there is a trade still to make, would, would it involve, and I, I'm not talking a huge blockbuster trade, but I'm just, you know, a trade that at the end of the day, you think it proves your club and the club that you trade with thinks improves them. Are we talking a defenseman, Jesse? Are we talking a Felino, a forward, who, by the way, I don't think Garrett trades because I do think he loves Marcus. Foligno, perhaps to a fault, but I get that. But what do you think we're talking about if there is a potential trade to be done?
1: I mean, you know, Dex had mentioned Kalen Addison. Obviously that name has been floated around since season. They're just not giving Addison the opportunity. I think you could get some money for Addison. Maybe that's what you're looking at, right? Maybe Bill Guerin is going down on that path rather than getting a player back in return, getting a little bit of help uh, by way of the piggy bank. Similar to, again, I know I love to bring up the money ball. It's a little bit like money ball, right? You're playing with no money yeah. trying to figure out things. Um, yeah, I would say defense because they are pretty deep on defense when it comes down to it. I mean, not saying that you love the way your forward lines are set right now, but you're right, Judd. Uh, Marcus Foligno, as much as we toss his name around recklessly over here, uh, he's probably safe. And there's really not any other guys that, you're going to look to move at this point in the season. So Addison's name probably will continue to pop up. I don't see many other defensemen floating around. John Merrill, Alex Goligosky, but probably not. So I would say if Bill Guerin can get anything done, move a defenseman for a little bit of money and get a little bit of relief that way, it might not be a bad idea.
2: So I, I think in terms of the three guys that could probably, they could dangle and that would also free up things and also be the most attractive to dangle would be, uh, Philip Gustafson, if something just continues to go awry with this contract, I, I still think it gets done. But Gustafson's number one. I would say Felino is number two, just because he's a solid two-way forward that can help out any team. And then Addison's like third, but third as a sweetener. Like is Addison part of a deal with one of those two trades to help push a trade over the top, who still has upside, who's still young, he's controllable. So that would make sense. But I think those three guys, I mean, especially, I don't see this happening. But if they dealt both Gustafson and Felino, well, now you have a little bit more cap space to play with. You have some big questions to answer, obviously in goal. But in my, um, as, as I've pointed out, you can find the Philip Gustafsons, the Cam Talbots, the Alex Stalocks. Every one of those guys exists, so you could theoretically plug that hole. But that would be pretty monumental. Like at this point, mid mid July, like if if I forecasted this a month ago and said, hey, this could happen the first week of free agency, okay now that it's late July, I don't know if we'll see as a shocking of a move like that either.
0: Jesse, your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, it's interesting that you bring up Gus, because we all know Bill Guerin and we all know that Bill Guerin does not deal with the BS. He said it time and time again. And right now I imagine he's getting very irritated, not necessarily with Philip Gustafson, but with Philip Gustafson's agent and the way that he continues to play hardball, knowing the Minnesota wild situation, knowing that he only had one year under his belt. So I, that is interesting that you mentioned that, Dex, because thinking about how Bill Guerin is, the Bill Guerin we know and love, maybe he would consider such a thing because he doesn't want to deal with this. He's, he's dealt goalies for less.
0: Yeah, and don't don't forget, what, a, a year ago July, Cam Talbot, who Bill Guerin said, I'm not trading, and he, it was not just Cam. It was his wife, agent, and Bill, he's like, okay, he's gone. Um, so what what do we think of this? So if this was because I think it's a long shot, but I don't think it's a dumb like thought like it like Dex is right. It could take place. What do we think their plan is right right now? Like like Jesse, how much do you think that they flat out have faith? And it might not be for 2023, 24, that Jesper Wallstedt is going to step in and be their primary guy. And I mean, they do have flurry now. Could you expedite? Wallstedt. i mean it would just be interesting if, if you don't think that philip gustafson is going to be the long-term guy like if that's going to be Wallstead, and now it's like okay dude you had a good year we took a chance and now you're trying to bilk us and and eventually you're going to want a long-term contract and to dex's long standing point goaltenders are dicey there do we think that that this team could try and Hurry the process on Wallston. a bit, given the fact that he has played a year here now. So it's not like he's fresh from uh, Sweden. He has now played a year in Iowa. What do you think of that?
1: I don't think so. I mean, as much as we love the idea, and I agree, uh, Jesper is the future. Gus is the year for maybe another year. I mean, it's it doesn't matter. Mark andre Fleur likely to retire after this year. It is going to be Jesper's net. He is going to be the savior. He is going to be the king. We're all going to love it, right? I'm going to love it. Right. I don't see them expediting it. You know, we had development camp a couple of weeks back and obviously we talked to Brad Bombardier, director of player development for the wild. And of course we asked about Jesper and they just really want, not saying that they're handling him with gloves necessarily, but they really want to make sure his mechanics are down on the North American sheet. They want to put him in a path for success. And that path of success looks like starting in Iowa, really honing in on the game, really getting some of those mechanics down. So I don't see them. I think if they were to, for whatever reason, end up trading Gus or moving him, I think you do look at like an Alex taylock somebody that's been around long enough. I mean, again, knowing that this year is going to play out probably not how we want, probably not as great as we'd like. I mean, you could plug in a veteran goalie there and, you know, flip flop and hope that Marc-Andre Fleury can carry the bigger load this year.
2: Well, hold on. Let's let's explore this place a little bit more, because now now I'm very intrigued by this idea because. (laughs) Well, you hate goaltenders and so
0: does Jesse. I do that hates freaking goaltenders.
2: And I don't and I and I especially don't like committing long term to goaltenders. I just think it's a a foolish move to do. So if Walstead's basically knocking on the door here and I saw he's the number one goalie prospect again in the athletics rankings that came out earlier this week, too. Why would you be re-signing Gustafson to basically more than a two-year contract at that point? Now, I think that's what they're going to do. I don't think it's going to be anything more than two years. But if Walstead's knocking on the door, Flurry's riding out this Cinderella pumpkin ride here, Like, why would you commit long-term to Gustafson if you have Walstead in the system? If anything, you should trade Gustafson now. Find your slappy backup. Patchwork your goaltending as you always have done. And when the time comes, you call up this goaltending savior that's supposed to be the best prospect we've seen in a long time from that side of the position. So actually, I am now talking myself into, you should 100% trade Philip Gustafson this summer.
0: Do it. The agent keeps pushing, too. That's where, like, Jesse's right about that. The agent keeps pushing. Like, Bill Bill Guerin's comments um, in the past couple months about this whole thing, my interpretation is this. We only have so much to spend. You know that. By the way, I rescued this guy from Ottawa. Like, and he did too. Cause if he stays there with the Sens, he does not have the season that he had to put his value far higher than it was. And yeah, if, if Walston's going to be the guy, I guess that's my question is like, and yes, if it's a short term contract, that's fine. But I do find it interesting that I think, I think the, analytics world would tell you now you know goaltending you can find guys Aiden Hill won a Stanley Cup who I was mocking for being on One Tree Hill himself a couple years ago because I love that (laughs) name so much sound like a Gilmore Girls boyfriend Aiden Hill so it's an interesting conversation like it it's with merit I think
1: because what if Philip Gustafson isn't just a flash in the pan what if it last year leads to better what if he comes back and is well conditioned and ready to repeat last yeah. season and do better I think that's probably the thing that keeps you holding on to him a little bit right because there's the promise of no sophomore slump there's a the promise that he is as good as he showed us to be last year so I I mean it is it's a great discussion point point. and again as we've discussed I'm hard on goaltenders I'm very hard on goaltenders but
0: yeah, you're a, you'd be a bad goal. I I hope your kids don't play goal.
1: They're going to want to. You know that. That's going to be the yeah. like. Nightmare. God, you'd be
0: a pain in the ass goaltending <laughs> mom. Because like most moms are like, oh my god, oh, oh my son's doing this. You'd be riding him from the stands. Siv, holy- hot side! hot side! <laughs> hot side! siv, siv, mom. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I would not want you as a goaltending mom. That would be <laughs> ugly. Very ugly. <laughs> Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's
2: delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready-to-eat in just two minutes. Tailored to your schedule, customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little you need. You can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Factor is your solution for fast, premium meals without the need for cooking. Also discover more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast. On the go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up those springtime goals. Head to factormeals.com/slash Jud50 and use code Jud50 to get fifty percent off your first box plus twenty percent off your next box. That's code Jud50 at factormeals.com.
0: All right, let's pivot to uh discussion point two. I have decided that we should put t- together in in honor of the fact that the Beauty League at Bremar is going on now, and Jesse has to go out there like every Wednesday or something like that. Um, I've decided that that we should put together an all time um, six person one coach wild beauty team, and by that I mean characters, I mean weirdos, I mean great quotes. I do not mean Ryan Shooter. I do not mean. <laughs> crazy I mean guys that we consider to to be fun crazy or a combination of the two I've got some thoughts but Jesse you you've been around this team now for quite a few years so I will start with you who are the mandatory beauties from the wild that you've covered since you started on the beat I
1: mean Jake Middleton we gotta start I'll start with my. Jake Middleton number one in my book everything about him Beauty. He's got missing front teeth. He's got the stash, and he's hilarious. And he always gives us the time of day. He is my top beauty. So that'll start with my D man. Uh, also, Marcus felino on the forward. Can't be wrong with that hair. It's beautiful. It yep. flows. Everybody knows Marcus felino's a beauty. I'm gonna add Ryan Reeves too. We're gonna do a little bash run situation. Ryan I like that. Mention Jed quotes quote machine talking about getting chirped by eight year olds, just kind of a (laughs) a (laughs) no-beat. Yes, like I love it. I loved covering Ryan from just a person perspective. So much fun to cover. My other one, I'm gonna go Charlie Coyle. He was just on our podcast. Just a sweetheart. I love covering
0: Is he a beauty though, or just a nice, nice guy who couldn't win back when he was with the wild?
1: But I did I went the rough around the edges beauty guys.
0: But well, I feel like a beauty has to be rough around the edges, right?
1: That's, but then I haven't really. I had I've covered Miko Koivu his entire. Like I know I, well,
0: and Reeves and Foligno are great picks, and so is Jake. I had Jake written down too. Yes, but I feel like Charlie Coyle is just was far too nice.
1: What, but I love. I All love, right.
0: Well, I'll put him down for now.
1: That's my beauty,
0: Can't Charlie we, Coyle.
1: Um, I I need another right. Yep. So, what if I said? that just really stirred the pot a little bit. If I just said, said who? It Ryan Suter.
0: Oh God. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not writing him down. No, I, Ryan Suter's not going to make his way on. I've got a notepad right here with a bunch of stuff. I'm not putting Suter's name on the notepad. No way.
1: He's got the look. He's got the mullet. He's got the, I bowl in a league three days a week and, you know, just go play hockey. That's the vibe. John- I'm like, he literally could play Joe Dirt. And I say that with all the affection in the world. That's my other beauty. And then goaltending, Alex Stalock. I was going to go Mark andre Fleury. It's a tough call because Marc-Andre Fleury is a beauty as well. Between yeah. the quotes. But Alex Stalock, you just got to love a good old Al, you know, to stay So That is my beauty. Right. Let's hear what you got, boys.
2: All right, so a couple who, other names that haven't been mentioned yet that I wrote down going into this. Uh, how about, let, let's go even way back to, like, the first real enforcer for the wild. Give me Matt Johnson.
0: Give me, oh, yeah. give me,
2: give me Matt Johnson, the first oh, bro- real guy who was dropped. The boogeyman, the too, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. God rest his soul. The but, boogeyman, yeah. Yeah, I, I could see Matt Johnson being a beauty absolutely in this league. Um, has Pierre-Marc Bouchard dabbled in the beauty league at all, or is he, like, just, you know, is he one concussion away from being in the hospital?
1: He was you know, he did his spinorama during that charity yeah. game, right, which that's that's PMB. I just love it. I was like, do the spin I yelled at him the <laughs>
0: That was a Savard move.
1: Yes, it was good.
0: Did, did, uh, I ben think
1: nice.
0: Okay. And hey then Jesse, I'm, who who ahead who was your second defenseman? John Merrill. You cut off- Merrill
1: and John Merrill, okay.
0: Yes. Yep. Okay.
2: Uh and then a couple other ones that I wrote down. Uh obviously Brent Burns is great. Bernsey is gonna be phenomenal here. Uh, and I'm just yeah. like thinking of right. former wild players that, uh, like I remember growing up that were just either, you know, they were just fine guys and they were kind of some beauties. Uh, how about Kim Johnson? What about Kim Janssen? How about that for a name? I'm just throwing out random wild oh, players God. at this point. That would you also know who be I've got? in my opinion.
0: So I've, I've got two old school th- that go, uh, back when both of you were probably kids, the other defenseman, cause yes, I, I think that Jake has to be one. The other defenseman I've got, Willie Mitchell. Oh, yeah. Complete beauty. Complete.
1: So, guys, I went with players that I've covered. If I could go the whole gambit, I Brian Rolston is centering my line. Like I, Oh, I
0: like that one. Oof, yeah, I like that one. And the goaltender, without question, brief stay here, but 100%, Brizgolov. Yeah. Oh, Briz, yeah, Ilya yeah. Brizgolov is one. Now, he was off his rocker, but I loved him. He was great, oh and and he only played. I forgot this. So he he got traded here. Played twelve games in the regular season. Played nine in the playoffs. Yeah, and yeah,
1: and that was it.
2: Yeah, he was. He played a bunch of those playoff games. Briz, playoff. Briz. Yeah, those are those are all
0: good lists. I, yeah. Who, who's the kid, Jesse? This is it's Hudson, right?
1: Ignore pretend the child's not here. He'd be the beauty team. Hudson,
0: up. tell Hudson we want you to play goaltender so your mom can get all upset. No. No. <laughs> no don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. All right, it- you guys. <laughs> Bye, Jesse. Good, good stuff. Um, Hudson, too. All right, Declan, we are, uh, we are done. We'll be back next week with another episode. Of course, we will find something else to talk about. Maybe God will give us a gift, the, and uh, the Wild will make a phone call on Patrick Kane. Who, who knows? Tell the people what they need to know before we go.
2: Yeah, hit the subscribe button for daily Minnesota sports entertainment. This has been Judd's Hockey Show on the Score North YouTube channel and Score North podcast feeds. We'll be back at you next week.